Welcome, my chingus, episode 95 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Brave Girls, Gugudan, Hobby, Live, NCT 127, Pletus Girls, Sonamu, Taeyeon, and the Wonder Girls. My name is Steven. With me, as always, is my co-host, Josh. Hello. And This Week in K-Pop is a bi-weekly discussion podcast where we talk about uh, the last two weeks of K-Pop music video releases. And each week, each episode... Fuck, we just talked about this yeah, last time. Yeah, last time we were like, oh, oh so no. easy to say. So easy to say. So yeah. this episode, Josh and I, we will pick what we think is our favorite song of the last two weeks. Right. And of course, you can find our podcast on iTunes on the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. and I just recently put it on SoundCloud. Yeah. So if you go to soundcloud.com slash thisweekinkpop, you'll find that there. And the video version should be on YouTube uh, a couple of days after we yeah. record it, but the last two episodes are not on there because I haven't done them. Uh, I feel really <laughs> bad about it. There were a couple issues. Like but One is that like YouTube ha- just... This has been a bummer. Yeah. And you got to chop it up into like 15 million parts. Yeah. And chopping it up takes, it doesn't take like a significant amount of time longer, but it takes probably like an hour to an hour and a half longer to split it all up and then blah, 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 blah. And also we just don't get as many views on it anymore since we split right. it up and it's just been a bummer. But I'm sorry. I know a lot of people only listen to this on YouTube and want to see our faces. Um, Which is so weird. I don't know why. I'm going to try and do that. Hmm. I'm going to try and do that. But if you're new... This is about time when we talk about the generalities of the last two weeks, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, it's been trending in a certain direction, hasn't it, Steven? Yeah, it's been trending uh, uh, down south, <laughs> down to poop town. Yeah. And last episode, we were, like, shocked, right? Yeah. We were like, oh, my lord, like, these are not good. These yeah. songs are not that great. There were a lot of sevens, a lot of eights. Yeah, there were some sevens and eights that, you know, we were like, Okay, not bad, not bad, right? But this is the summertime in Korea. Right. We, we got a lot of girl groups, a lot of boy groups coming back. Right. It's supposed to be the big, exciting, awesome time. Um, but. But this episode. We got a lot of sixes, everybody. A lot, a lot of sixes. sixes. We got like a one um, or two sevens and yeah, then a, a lot, lot of sixes. sixes. So we were. <laughs> We want to. So the reason why we do a bi weekly podcast instead of a, this podcast every week is because we want to keep uh, the negativity down. Because yes. I mean, there's only so many music videos that get released in one week, and of course, if there's only a small population of those songs, then of course we're gonna, you know, hate things more than we like them. Yes. But this week it seemed like we were still doing that one week thing because. Uh, there's a lot of bad things to say, but we're going to try to keep it as positive as we can and, yes. and try to mention a lot of good things about like what we like about this song. But let's, let's really just jump into it. We're going to, yes, with my pick of the week, my pick of the week is Wonder Girls, Why So Lonely?
Josh, you picked Wonder Girls. You want, see, I Stephen why. and I, we rock paper scissors to, you know, divvy up the order. And Stephen is really terrible at rock scissors. Really bad. And so I beat him almost every episode. And so I got the honor of choosing Wonder Girls song. The uh, honor, as the we honor, as we just talked about how poop and a poop of choosing this seven of a song. <laughs> yes. So yeah. you picked it. Mm -hmm. Why did you pick this? Um, so the Wonder Girls. If you're not very familiar with them, they've been in K-pop for a really really long time, and recently they've kind of gone with this band kind of concept. Every release, um, I mean, they legitimately play the you know the instruments. So. Kudos to them. Yeah. Well, in their in I Feel You, which was yeah. their first band concept one, mm -hmm. they can quote unquote play the instruments, but they didn't actually play them. Mm. Um, they didn't record themselves playing the instruments. Mm. But this one, uh, they did supposedly mm -hmm. actually play the instruments, and they recorded themselves playing it. So yeah. this is totally theirs. Yeah. And they also had a huge part in making the song, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think they wrote most of the lyrics and they had some sort of like uh, JYP producer help them along, kind of help them arrange it and all that. Yes. But, but three of the members are credited in yeah. writing the song, mm -hmm. uh, writing the lyrics, composing it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so this is really their song. Yeah. And I really like this song because it reminds me of a lot of songs that I really liked when I was younger. Uh, like for example, like No Doubt and 311, kind of that kind of feel. It's a very reggae based, at least in the verse, because it's very repetitive and like there's nothing really that changes too much. It's a really slow kind of. It know, begins with that beat. super generic reggae like steel drum. Like, steel drum. It's, it's got that reggae, yeah. that one reggae melody that's in every reggae song. But what really kind of sets this song apart. I think from like any other reggae song is the chorus. The chorus is really what makes this song really good, in my opinion. Yes. And if it was, if the chorus was any different, I think like less catchy or it was just different in terms of musical taste, I think I wouldn't like this song as much as I do. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree. Like when I I was so dreading listening to this song mm. because you know if anybody knows or doesn't know, I really don't like reggae. Yeah. I really don't like reggae. Yeah. Um, and when I heard that... So, to go back a little bit, I didn't really like their band concept when they came back. Right. Uh, last it was time. very retro, 80s kind yeah. of feel. They, they were really pulling hard on the retro, and then mm -hmm. I just didn't like the song that much. And Wonder Girls was my favorite band of all time, right? Yeah. I, I love the Wonder Girls. Got two cats, or I had two cats uh, named Yubin and Sunmi. And so I love them. But I just... I'm so... I kind of wish they died their dignified, actually their really shitty death of like, we're trying to go to America. Mm -hmm. But then they came back and I was like, oh God. And oh God. Oh God. Oh my, oh God. my God. No thanks. No thanks. Right? Um, and so I was like, reggae. Oh God, no, please mm -hmm. no. And so when I first started listening to it, I was like, oh, it's everything that I thought. It's just yeah. a generic reggae song. I, I really tried not to 
to tell you anything about it because Steven is really, really sensitive to kind of spoilers and knowing yeah. things beforehand. And when I listened to it, I liked it, but I didn't want to tell Steven anything about how I felt about it. Yeah. So you listened to it and you thought it was going to be reggae. I mean, it was reggae, mm -hmm. uh, but the chorus was at least the saving grace. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I really did like the chorus. Right. Um, the rest of the song can be kind of boring, I think, at times. It, it feels very reggae-y, mm -hmm. but, like, I mean, their voices are really good. Very good. Uh, I mean, Yubin is singing. Mm -hmm. Sami singing is great. Yeyun, you know, Hattefelte. Hattefelte. Her singing is always really good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, overall, it, this is definitely a seven song. Mm -hmm. But this week, it's my favorite song, too. Yeah. Despite me losing, so Josh right. got to pick it. And I think what really sets the chorus apart is kind of like the bass line. It, it gets more funky, a little bit more complicated. Because just in the verse, it's just like... Doom, doo, 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 just really mm. basic reggae kind of, you know, beat. Yeah. And it is a very basic song, right? Um, and that's primarily because even though they did play the instruments, they're not all pros, right? Yeah. So they needed to, like, one of the reasons they chose reggae is because it's one of the easiest genres to play live, right? Um, according to them, right? I don't know if that's true or not. But it, it really depends, I think. Uh, I think a real reggae song, when you're like really going at it, is, is totally different. But like. You know, they, they can't play a hard rock song, right? They can't mm -hmm. do a CM Blue, even a CM Blue, right? They can't do a Royal Pirates, right? Mm -hmm. So they had to pick a very basic, like, slowish song. And I think reggae, thinking about it that way, reggae was a good choice, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they already did the retro, you know, style last time. Mm -hmm. um, and also, it, it lets them kind of, you know, show off that they're not just like a... An idol group that they're you know they they can play some instruments right yeah and because, they, they can do different things that yeah. no other group is trying because Wonder Girls it's a little bit interesting because there are idol rock groups yeah and there are just you know regular rock groups as well but it I don't think there has ever been a like a group that started off as an idol group who are now transitioning into this kind of band concept right I think right. Wonder Girls might be the first. Um, that, at least right, because who, who would do that? Yeah, it's yeah. so dumb. Who would yeah. do that? Right? Like, yeah. even AOA was like, we we fucked that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we ain't fucking playing no yeah, shit yeah. anymore. Like, they, they, AOA tried it and they were like, uh, let's go back to what we were doing before. And, you know, Wonder Girls, I thought they were going to do that as well. Like, go back into what they were doing before. And I yeah. was really surprised that they were going to come out playing instruments again. But originally, I guess the song had a more rock feel. For the chorus, right? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. And JYP was like, um, you should Just probably keep it down. reggae if the whole song's reggae. Tone it down. Which I think yeah. is really smart, because I think it could have been kind of Frankenstein-y. Uh -huh. But, you know, I, I think making the best part of the song reggae-y kind of justifies the reggae-ness yeah. of it. Um, it. It fits together better, even though there are kind of lulls in the song. Yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of... Speaking of lulls. Oh, God. Again, this comes out of a place of love, and I don't mean to be mean. So, Steven has a cat named Yubin. Yes. Yeah. Yubin was my favorite. She was my Taeyeon, right? Yeah. I, I, I always thought she was the cutest. She was my type. Love, love me that Yubin. Um, a lot of my, like, game characters are named Yubin. Um, although, recently, in the last four years, it's, like, impossible to get that name. Yeah. But, like... Six years ago, seven years ago, you know, or whenever the fuck, like in college and stuff, like getting the name Yubin was really easy. 
Um, but now, like now, it's so hard. Now I'm like, oh man, like I want a, a Korean celebrity name, but like yeah. it's so hard. Anyway, um, but you been, but you been, they they completely fucked her. Like you been looks di- gr- disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Wow, disgusting, disgusting. It's not her. Like it's not like she got fatter. No, no, no. Like I always liked you because she was chubby. It, it, it's because they gave her these bangs. Yeah, like the the hair choice that they gave right. her in the music video is it should be a crime. Someone should go to jail for what they did to Yubin in this. All right, I'm not saying Yubin is actually ugly. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, Yubin is gorgeous. I'm saying she looks ugly because of whoever fucking did her hair. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll premise it with this. So for me, I wasn't a huge fan of Yubin. I didn't think that she was the most attractive. Mm. But like these days, it's hard for me to. To say like, oh, Yubin is not the most attractive one in the group. Mm. At least for me. Mm. But when I saw this music video, I was like, oh, God. What are oh those? Oh, my God. No, no thanks. Like, it's it's not just a straight bang cut. But it's like straight and really high. But it's like paired with a hairstyle that shouldn't even have ba- bangs. bangs to begin with. Like, no, No bangs would have been infinitely better. Yeah. And we're nitpicking because it, everyone else looks so amazing. Yeah, oh video. my god, Sami. Oh, Sami. Sami looks amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, looks amazing. She looks so good recently. Um, the, the other one is... I don't even... She's oh, not even in the group. Like lava to you, right? It's not as lava to Because I, I barely touched you. Yeah. Don't... I don't want to burst out oh, sweating. Okay. I will touch you again. Oh, oh I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's like Dude, a hot I'm, pack, I'm man. hot, man. I'm like right under the AC too, but I'm... Yeah, I don't... I don't, I'm I don't know how you, you do it. You, you hot to felt, felt it? You, you hot to felt it? That, that's the touch. You have right. the hot to felt it. Touch. So we're going to talk about a lot of girls this week. Number one is Wonder Girls. And the next girls is Steven's pick of the week. What is that, Steven? Yes. Yeah, so uh, there are actually two more girls we're going to talk about. So you don't know which one. Ho-ho! Is it Keep the Cletus girls or is it the brave girls? Keep on your toes. Well, if you know me, anything with the word brave in it, I'm down. So my second favorite song this week is by Brave Girls with their new song, High Heels. I'm a sassy guy. I'm a sassy guy. I'm a tough guy.
Brave Girls. Brave Girls. So, if you listened to our after show that we did last week, <laughs> uh, we mentioned that we had watched some music videos yes. and we were pretty disappointed. Yes. Brave Girls, I think, was one of the three that we watched. And yes. the funny thing is, those songs seem like nines in this After, minefield yeah. of fives and sixes. Yeah, so we badmouthed the shit out of Gugudan, Sonamu, which we couldn't remember the name at the time, yeah. and Brave Girls. Yeah. And not one, not two, but all three of them are on our list this week because there just wasn't anything better. We tried. Yeah, we tried. Now, tried. Brave Girls, though. Um, uh, their last song was Deepened. Yeah. And Deepened was a Brave Sound joint, but it was, I thought it was very interesting because it was... It didn't really sound Brave soundy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounded like a style that they reserved, or he reserved for the Electro Boys, mm -hmm. um, which is usually a boy sound, and, but the girls were singing it. And I thought mm -hmm. it was really cool. And they were wearing, like, exercise, like, yogi things, and mm -hmm. it was a very different kind of thing. Yeah. This song is like their attempt to go as mainstream as possible. Yeah. So I think the the kind of flavor of the month or flavor of the past few months uh, actually might have been a trend that has been coming for a while, but like kind of like occupation mm. or like kind of different role. Yeah, like every girl of... gets a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas before it would be, you know, like very G-friendly where everyone looks the same. Yeah, uh, I think nowadays with the kind of middle tier groups, they're they want to differentiate, right? Yes, I mean, especially now. I mean, there's so many people, so many girls in each individual group. Mm -hmm. So everybody has like, I don't know if it's a job or, I think it's a job, right? Everybody yeah. has someone's their own a baseball job. player. Someone's dressed yeah, as a bunny. mechanic. Yeah. One's a yeah, like a costume party costumer. So What's yeah. the name of that? Like, like a clown, essentially, right? A like a clown, party clown. But you dress up in like a mascot costume. uniform, yeah, right? Yeah, not yeah. not like an actual yeah, clown. Yeah. Um, and so they, you know, you got you kind of got me off track. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so this song is another Brave Sound song. Yeah. But it is, in the grand scheme of Brave Sound, it is not one of his best songs. No. Um, it is a very, I think, middle tier Brave Sound song. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually really thought it was very boring when we first heard it. Yeah, we when we first heard it, we were pretty sure it was Brave Sound because obviously we know it's Brave Girls, so yeah. they're a part of the company. But if we didn't know the artists and we just listened to it, we were like, oh, this kind of has a Brave Sound like kind of flair to it. Yeah. It sounded like a B-tier producer trying to aim yeah. Brave Sound. That's what we said, right? yeah. yeah. But we heard it a couple more times, a couple more times, a couple more times, and, and you can really hear mm -hmm. the Brave Soundy parts at, mm -hmm. at certain parts. But I think, you know, two years ago when it was like Brave Sound City, like this one does sound, I think, different enough than a quote unquote normal Brave Sound mm -hmm. song. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, but I think I, so too. But I also, again, I think it's kind of a, a seven, right? It's a mm -hmm. six or seven on the Brave Sound scale of yeah. awesomeness. Like if Brave Sound was making that, you know, that album that he was talking about making a few years ago. Yeah. Like, this song could have been on it, and it, we might have just passed it over. Yeah. And, I, and we were reading uh, on Wikipedia that, like, so Brave Girls was a thing a, a while ago, and then they took, like, a two-year or two-and-a-half-year break. For whatever um, reason, I'm not sure. Well, they, I think they tried to be popular, and they couldn't be yeah. popular, and then they lost a lot of members. And so when they came back with Deepened, most of these girls are new. Mm -hmm. They weren't part of the original lineup. But in those two and a half years, 
Brave Sound. Uh, it said in Wikipedia, it. right? He was killing it. It's killing um, it. But he said that Brave Girls was supposed to come out with a, a full album, but instead of coming out with that full album, he worked with AOA. Yeah. So that leads me to believe that maybe those three AOA songs could have been Brave Girl like, songs. Like short hair, you know, um, mini, skirt, mini skirt, like a cat, cat right? Like, like I, those could have been Brave. Those girl could have been Brave Girl songs. That that boggles my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, you know, are we happy it went to AOA? I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> are the Brave Girls happy about that? Definitely not. Probably Definitely not. not. Uh, probably not. Um, but anyways, so the song does kind of grow on us. It, it did. We listened to it again and again and again. And again, that was wading through the mediocrity of this episode where we were mm. like, oh, this song sounds way better after listening to 25 other songs that yeah. were just not good. Well, so we started like the week, I guess, listening to this song first. Which uh, is rare. We don't yeah. usually, I don't usually listen to songs that early in, in the yeah. like in the two week period. Yeah. So we listened to the song and we were just like, oh, we'll just put it in the maybes. And when we were finally done listening to all the songs, we're like, let's let's hear that Brave yeah. Girl song yeah. again. All the song's really good yeah, now. Yeah, the song's pretty good. Yeah, so it really benefits from, you know, being compared to other yeah. songs that are really lackluster. And like my favorite part of this song that we've been repeating forever is like they have this kind of chant. Happens at the beginning, happens mm-hmm. at the end, where it's, it's just weird. like, I'm a, I'm a sassy sass- girl. Sassy girl, yeah. I don't know if she's saying sassy. sassy I think it's sassy. Or she's trying to say sassy. I think she's working. trying to say sassy. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm a foxy girl. Like, it's it's it's, it's very happy. This song is a very happy song. Yeah. And, and, and you know how I love happy. And the music video is also really happy. It's got a lot of different colors, right? As yeah. I mentioned earlier. It's very bright. They got a lot of different kind of concepts for each member as yeah. well. Well, the cool thing about the kind of individual jobs is that when they're separated into their individual jobs, every job has some backup dancers, mm. right? Some of them are male, some of them are female, but like they're not professional backup dancers. The, mm. These look like normal actors just told right. to kind of dance. And, but it added it to this sense fun. of, yeah, like funness and authenticity yeah. of just fun. Yeah. Um, and I like that. And plus, one there's this one dude who's fucking working that shit. He was going after it in Shorty McShore shorts. Mm-hmm. He, he, oh my! So he when you when we first watched this scene, he pulls up in the car and you see him. He's like, oh, he's he's got his eyebrows bleached and he's got you know, bleached hair. And it's like, who is this guy? He's, he gives us a really weird vibe. And he comes out in these short ass jean shorts, wearing heels, and he works it. He works it like best dancer in all in the entire video. My God, like yeah. oh jeez, better than the girls. Way better than the girls. Way better than the he, girls. Way better at look at acting sexy, sexy than everything. Girl. Yeah, he he got it. You know, he got that that move. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, we were talking about like the outfits are kind of sexy, but I think overall it was a much more like happier song mm-hmm. as opposed to Deep End was like a very sultry like yeah you know which tr- really trying to be kind of sexy in our yoga pants and and white shirts but. yeah. It, for me, it was kind of strange. Like, Steven and I had we a little conversation about this. But for Steven, uh, a sexy kind of song will be dictated by the choreography. Uh, yeah. But for me, like, I think uh, it's... Um, obviously, choreography is a huge part of it. But I think kind of skimpiness and outfits also kind of plays a part to that. And I think it was really weird to see them in, like, sexier outfits, but a more kind of happier, cheerful song. Yeah, no, I'm... I- 
I think it's part of it, but I think the choreography is 90% of it and the outfit is like 10%. Mm -hmm. Because it happens in the Sonamu one later where like randomly in the music video, this one girl's wearing some skimpy ass movie show and outfit. You're like, what the heck? Right. Um, and I, this happens too. Like the baseball outfit girl is like, <laughs> well, I don't think it's her boobies, but like it, the outfit she's wearing accentuates it, yeah, it, the bosoms. Yeah, it's very strange. The bosoms. Um, but overall, it's very. I think it's happy. Tame. Yeah, it's, it's a very. very it's nowhere close to like any AOA sexy you know yeah. thing. Um, Girls' Day, if they still even make music, you know, mm -hmm. you know, whatever they yeah. be doing, all acting, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, speaking of acting. Nope, I couldn't think of a transition. There. Oh, I thought Fuck. you, I thought you had it. I, I thought like, I had one too. I was like, um, bring it home. Well, we want to act happy. No, see, no, no, no. Uh, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> scratch that. Now's when we thank you guys. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, because you guys act grateful. Does that work? They're not acting like faking, they but they do act grateful towards us. We'll go with that one. Yes. Um, by helping us on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it a lot last episode, so I don't want to harp on it too much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we do want to re-mention that we have a new goal on Patreon. Um, it's uh, Right now, we're at $274. Um, and at $300, we will record a brand new type of podcast. Yeah. Um, it will be once a month. It will be kind of this interview series with some Korean people that Josh knows because um, I don't know anybody. And we ju I just want to talk to them. I just want to talk to them, not even only about K-pop, but just life in Korea, mm -hmm. like the troubles that they have to go through, um, whether they even like K-pop or not. Right. Um, I just think it would be very interesting to at least leverage the time that we have here still to talk more about Korea and uh, the only way we can do that is if um, we can get to that goal. Yeah. Um, $26 away. You know, $26 away. So we just need, you know, six more people to donate yeah. $5 more. And, of course, remember, if you donate $5 more, you can talk to us on Slack. Yeah. We have a lot of people who do that. And if you don't like Patreon because it's a monthly thing, you can always donate to us directly on PayPal. The Patreon link is patreon.com slash thisweekinkpop. The PayPal link is paypal.me slash thisweekinkpop. Yeah. All links will be in the description below. Thank you, everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody who... Like, it's been the third month now since we've done it. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of money. Um, by the way, we ordered lights. Yeah. Still ain't fucking here, though. It's so strange. I don't know why. I, I really think it's because they... They had to import it from America. It's just taken forever because Maybe. they have to do that. Because uh, I ordered some other stuff like four days later and it already got here. So, yeah. um, But we did buy lights with, with some of y'all's money. Mm -hmm. We will be upgrading our audio shit after Josh and I go to America. Or yeah. Josh goes to America and I, I'm going, going to Japan. Japan. Right. Um, and, you know, I on a side thing that is not associated with This Week K-Pop, I did buy this kind of selfie camera thingy mabobber kind of a vlogging camera almost yes uh, it's it's uh it's basically a camera on a gimbal if you guys know, are familiar with a gimbal yeah it's like a stabilizing kind of device yeah. so i'm gonna use it a lot when i'm in japan hopefully and so i can maybe make some kind of mini Vlogs. travel vloggy things we'll and if that goes well then we can use that more and more and more to do other things because we've always wanted to do more personal stuff mm -hmm. but like lugging the camera that we use here was we just never did it and, and editing time is also a really big deal too. yeah but uh anyways i'm going to i shot a tiny 15 second kind of th intro thing to the podcast 
I'm gonna put it on Instagram because we never put shit on Instagram. No, not anymore. Because this motherfucker. It's because nobody really cares about our Instagram. That's not true. It's because we don't put things on it, so nobody cares. Whatever. This is jo- This is a Josh thing. Because mm-hmm. I remember like, at least three separate times where you're like, oh man, I'm going to put new shit up on Instagram. I really so was. Happen. To be honest, I don't even update my personal Instagram all that much. Yeah, because you're, you're always like, I'm going to... So, request it, okay? If you're on Slack, I know you're listening to this... Remind Josh to fucking upload some shit, okay? I mean, I got a lot of pictures. Yeah, he takes a lot of pictures. I, I take zero I, I pictures. I do take a lot of pictures, so... Right? Of his of his beautiful face, of all the beautiful things that he eats. They're like 90% food shots, <laughs> 10% just random nature shots. I mean, that's Instagram. That's Instagram in a nutshell, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's Instagram, at this one, K-pop. Maybe you'll see what I shot on my gimbal thingy. Yeah. But let's move on to the next song, Josh. So my next song that I want to talk about is by a rapper named Life with his song Thirst. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this Shingo. But he is an artist from this label called DPR. Dream Perfect Regime. Yeah. Which uh, is a label started by ex-C-Clown member Rome. You remember C-Clown, right, guys? Yeah, you remember C-Clown, right? Uh, Actually, I do remember C-Clown. I I remember C-Clown. I remember they doing, like, all sorts of weird... I remember they had that, like, really old-school Korean-sounding song. Yeah, we were were, were pretty down with that. We were pretty down with that. And then they kind of disbanded and had problems with the company. But uh, anyway, so Live happens to be that C-Clown member's, uh, Rome's uh, younger brother. Um, now you might think, oh man, this is like a boy group label, but like, no, this is uh, a ripping it rap fucking song. I was really surprised when I first heard the song because I really was not expecting anything like this. Yeah. Um, this kind of song is really up my alley. It's a very chill, laid back kind of hip hop track, uh, kind of reminiscent of like Lupe Fiasco, um, like early Lupe Fiasco. And it's just kind of a song that you just nod your head to. It's a very good hip hop song in my opinion. But, but I think... It's very different than, like, for example, another nod your head, chill hip hop track we talked about was like Loco and Gray's Good. Right. Right. That one is a more Korean yeah. hip hop song, right? Yeah. And I think this one is way more American y. Yeah. It's, it, he uses a lot of English in the song, and I think that's so special um, because there are times, uh, at least in Korean, uh, just the way the sentence structure is made up, like the verb is always at the end. 
So you'll have like, you know, it, it's easier to rhyme, but it gets really, really boring. Yeah. And I think a huge problem that uh, Good had was that it was very, very repetitive and nothing really broke it up. Yep. But this song does a really good, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of just like a, a break. It has like a chorus part. Yeah, it. it just kind of yeah. takes a break and it really balances out the song from being just really, really repetitive because, you know, really laid back kind of hip hop tracks. Yeah. They suffer from like being repetitive and such. But know? it's also a very short song. It's yeah. only like two minutes and 14 seconds or something. Yeah. So that could also be yeah. part of it. Um, but the music video, the music video is rather interesting mm-hmm. because it is definitely a video where you're like, this director, he did some drugs. Someone was doing some drugs. He did some drugs. drugs. Um, there's just all sorts of like weird scenes of like him like in a river and then like instead of the sky, it's like whales and but, fish. But I do have to say like some of the cinematography that he uses I think it's really interesting. Like, mm. there's one part, I think, where he's just walking on the road and he's kind of tripping out and the sky is kind of doing a weird, like, green screeny thing and yeah. he falls over and then he falls into, like, a pool. Yeah. 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 I and thought that was really cool. There's a really cool, like, reverse slow motion shot of him blowing smoke out mm-hmm. of his mouth, it, although it's in reverse, so it's being sucked in. Mm-hmm. But, like, it goes on for a really long time and I don't smoke, but it, it seemed like an awful lot of smoke coming out of that man's mouth. Maybe um, vaping. Or, you know. I don't know, but it, I thought it was pretty cool. It, it's always cool. It, I mean, that's why you know you watch the slow mo guys on YouTube because mm-hmm. everything in slow motion involving smoke and shit like that. So, right, right. Um, but it is definitely um, drinking and drugs. Someone on drinking drugs. But if but if you're really into like the laid back hip hop style, you know the chingus that more aligned with my taste rather than Stevens. This song is really really for you. Like really go check it out. Not too sure how many views it has or how many listens it has. Um, because I've tried to look it up on Melon. It doesn't come up on Melon. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like on SoundCloud and YouTube. I think it's much only, only... I mean, it's all. Uh, it's on YouTube. But mm-hmm. I think uh, it's only on SoundCloud. Like, I, mm-hmm. it didn't, I didn't see any links to iTunes or Melon or any, you know, downloading yeah. program. It's, it's good to get... It's pretty hard to listen to. And I think it's kind of a gem to listen to if you're a fan of that. It's probably a seven in my book. Yeah, definitely look out for for him because mm-hmm. uh, it'd be interesting to hear him do. A He's a good rapper. Yeah. He's a good rapper. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I mm-hmm. like. I don't know if I like him more than I probably might have liked him more than good because I didn't really like uh, that local song that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyways, speaking of songs that I kind of like but didn't like too much, I didn't like too much. <laughs> um, is this song another girl's song? Hey. I love me some girls. We got but, the Wonder Girls. But this girls is with a Z. This is girls with a Z. So you know they girls fucking hard cove. Um, this is the Pletus girls with their song, We. I 
I, I think you mean to say Pletus girls. No, I definitely meant Pletus girls. Pletus girls. Girl Z. Pletus girl Z. Girls. Um, please don't. <laughs> please don't. But no, yeah, dumb, it's completely dumb that they spelled it with a Z. But anyways. Uh, but Pletus, of course, entertainment company that... Uh, has after school, if you even consider after school still a thing. Yeah. Um, but most, most, or if not all of these girls were in Produce 101. Yeah. Some of them, of course, making it way farther than the other ones. Yeah. Um, about half of them, there are eight girls in the music video. Mm-hmm. About four of them I don't recognize at all. But the other four did make it pretty far in, yeah. in Produce 101. And two of them got into IOI. Uh, yes. Not Stoneface Nayang and, uh, Pinky. Yes. Uh, the Chinese number. Yeah, they, they are included in the eight, so it would have been ten if they mm-hmm. were there, but they were not there because of yeah. IOI stuff. Um, and this song is one of those fresh, innocent style songs. Yeah. And we've heard a lot of these style songs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the best ones are probably G-Friend, right? right. They're the best ones right now at this. Um, but I actually think this song is one of the better... uh, fresh innocent songs i've heard in a while yeah i think because these days with exception to g-friend there's not a lot of girls that are really knocking it out of the park with that concept anymore yeah like the worst like one we just recently heard by another produced tide what group is the dia song Mm, Um, not great yeah on the road that one was not good but not great this one now this one doesn't is isn't a full release this is like a super uh, pre-debut this mm-hmm. is not their debut there's no dancing right so maybe they you know they don't have to make it dancey right they yeah. can just make it a, a, a catchy song maybe yeah. i don't know um but it's definitely the chorus that i like the most yeah uh, the chorus has this kind of syncopation that i really like yeah. that is often not in these kind of fresh innocent style yeah. songs even uh g-friend songs i think sometimes sound kind of boring because it's there's there's no, nothing breaking it up making it yeah. kind of interesting yeah and um, if you guys aren't really sure about what steven means it, he it's kind of a part in the chorus where it's uh a little bit choppy like yeah. staccato i think you would say yeah like it's it's a little bit chanty as well yeah uh, you know one of the reasons we like mixes uh on my mind so mm-hmm. much is because it kind of has a little a lot more syncopation to it mm-hmm. um this is a totally different type of song but if you can picture that song, mm-hmm. it has a little bit of that in here. Yeah. Where it just, you know, they're just like, be all right and make me cry. I, I actually can't remember it right now. Yeah. Um, even though I specifically typed out, na-na-na-na-na-na-na, be all right, na-na-na-na-na, make me, make me cry. But I, I can't actually remember what it sounds like. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I, can't, I couldn't sing it, but I know exactly what right. I mean what, when what I'm explaining it. But there is something that... I actually like this chorus and this this uh, the chorus better than I like the high heel song. Hmm. The, the only reason I did not pick this song as my favorite one is because oh. it has three big problems. Uh, the first one is the rap. Second one is a rap, and third one is a rap. No, <laughs> go on. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Why <laughs> did you step on my joke? You fucking asshole. I didn't. I didn't know that was actually gonna be a joke. Wow. But wow, the first bro. one, the rap. Yeah, then I was going to say the second one is they have another the second rap. girl's rap, and the third one's the third girl rap. And they, they all come in right after each other. rap portions. Yeah. And three they're all portions. smushed together. It goes on for a billion years. None of them can rap well. No. And this is not a song type. The fresh, innocent ty- song type, you don't need a rap. Okay? Of all the fucking types of songs, you don't need a rap. You, you definitely don't want to rap. You know who doesn't rap? 
G-Friend. Because G-friend you should around. never do that in a no. fresh salsa. No, um, it just doesn't doesn't flow. But yeah, the the raps are really bad. Um, it, if that rap wasn't there, I, this might even be an eight to me. Wow, an eight. I really, I really liked the chorus part. See, for me, this song is a six with with the rap, and it would be maybe a seven without the rap. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nah, nah. But I think right now for me it's like a seven. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So that's Pletus Girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we've talked about kind of the the I O you know produce one one got so much like fire right there, there's yeah. so much hype with not only the IOI members but also all the other semi famous people yeah and like They're like the the members that didn't really make it to IOI but like were very popular still yeah and. You know, we're going to talk about another one sooner or later, but like, I think of all the, including Dreamgirls, mm. I think this is the best song that's tied to IOI members. I would say yes. Yeah. Because you have Dia, you have Google Don, IOI itself. I would say, yeah, this song is probably the best song that we have seen after IOI has been formed besides obviously Crush. Right. Yeah. Because right. Crush, don't count. Yeah. Because it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on, Josh. So I talked about a song that I, was kind of a pocket pick, but this song's even more of a pocket pick. Uh, this song is Hobby featuring Crush with Let's Play House. <laughs> Because we do research on this mm-hmm. bitch. Um, Hobby is a project group with Choiza from Dynamic Duo and jo- one of Josh's favorite producers, Primary. Right. And holy mother of God, this is fucking Primary. So fucking Primary. So yeah. Primary is very uh, distinctive in his use of kind of like a synth keyboard. And he really likes kind of funk stylings. Yeah. And this song is very funk. It's got synth keyboards, exactly like I would say every yeah. primary song has. And with the addition of Crush, it gets really, really kind of that style. Because, you know, Crush, Primary, Zion T, they kind of have a certain flavor to them. Mm-hmm. And in this song, it definitely really, really comes out. And for me, the, the part I think is the best is Crush's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the choice of part... I'm I'm not really a huge fan of Dynamic Duo, actually. I like them in featurings on a lot of songs. I do like a few of their songs, but I'm definitely not a fan. Um, 
And, and Choiza hasn't been doing much. Right? No, like, except for, you know. Except for banging Sully. I was going to say exact yeah, same sorry. thing, but I don't know if I wanted to say that. But I yeah, he's been it. banging Sully. Um, um, he lost a lot of weight, though. Yeah. yeah. He looks good. It's usually the other dude, right, that's mm-hmm. doing more and more Gecko, and more. Yeah. Gecko, um, But actually, you know, before we knew it was primary, you know, you were very instantly like, yo, this is primary. This has got to be primary. Yeah, like, it, it is so, so primary, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. See, I you say the best part is crush, but I think the best part is primary. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I actually don't. Besides think, the backing track. I just don't yeah. think Crush's part was anything special. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think Choice's part was anything special. I think the only thing that makes this remotely interesting is Primary's part. Mm. And even then... Still not your cup of tea. I, you know, I'm not it. Like, I love certain Primary songs. Yeah. But I think that, you know, backing track in itself just can't hold down the entire song. Mm. Right? You're right. Um, it, it needs a good chorus. And I think even... There's not a super great chorus on this song. Yeah. Um, there, there there, are definitely things that are very lacking. And for that, I think this song is kind of like a six, six and a half. Um, mainly because I really like Primarily a lot. And yeah. the backing track kind of pushes it up to a six for me. It's definitely unique. Because, I mean, I, yeah. I really think only Primary makes uh, tracks like this. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really cool. It's, it's very interesting, though, that he would hook up with Choiza. Yeah. Um, but in a music video, mm-hmm. speaking of drugs, right? Yeah. Um, Whoever storyboarded this was was an interesting fella. Uh, yeah, definitely played a lot of Hotline Miami, yeah. which is a game. I, maybe you don't know this game, but it's a game where you kill a lot of people because you're high on drugs. Yeah. And all the bad guys, well, not all the bad guys, but the main bad guys in the, in the game wear, like, animal heads. Yeah. Like, not real animal heads, but... Like, like masks, and yeah, like masks. the animal heads, yeah. Um, so everybody's that's not Choiza and this random dude that we don't know who yeah. the fuck he is. I initially thought it was Crush, but then we took a further look, and it could also not be Crush. I don't think it's Crush. I, I don't know, man. But there's a guy who sits next to Choiza in the song, and yeah. is also in the other hobby song, which is called Dollar. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I want to know who that is. Like, so we had some guesses. For me, I thought it was Crush because obviously Crush is featured in this song. But the other video, Dollar. Yes. Uh, Crush is not in that song. Crush is not in that song. But this dude really looks like the dude in that music video. Yes. And we thought, oh, maybe it's Primary. Yeah, maybe that's what Primary looks like. Because we only know Primary is that box head. Yeah. And we looked up Primary's real face. Doesn't look like this Doesn't dude. Doesn't look like this dude. Who is this dude? Who is this dude? Who is this guy? If you guys know, please let us know. Because, you know, we've been doing our research, our due diligence, but we still can't figure out who it is. Yeah. Like, I, part of me thinks that it could be, like, Hobby is actually three people. Maybe. And maybe it's Primary, Choiza, and this third guy, but nobody knows him, so they just say Choiza and Primary. Yeah. But what would he do, right? Like, yeah. Or maybe he's just a friend and he's just, like, you know, his entourage. Music videos. Yeah, put me in both music videos. Um, Best but, for uh, fun. Anyway, so everyone's wearing animal heads. It's kind of strange. So, um, Animal Head House Party. Yeah. And the whole song is about straight bucket. It's about getting a girl to your place, being sneaky-deaky. You know, you want to come up for a cup of coffee. You want to eat some ramen with me. You know, he's got lines like, oh, I've got a sofa bed. If, you, if you're tired, you can just sleep and crash at my place. You know, I've got extra toothbrushes and really comfy clothes. You don't got to worry about a thing, girl. Creepy. Creepy ass. Creepy. Is that how you got Sully? Is that how you got Sully? It's so Sully? weird to me that like 
he has a girlfriend, right? This there was big news. He has this girlfriend, but yet he still writes a song about really luring songs. luring girls back into your home to fucking like. Yeah, like I was taking notes. And I was like, okay, sofa bed. But I must buy sofa bed. I, I don't think it's the precious. tactic. I think it's if you're sexy, you can do whatever the hell you want. But he's not sexy. He's like forty years old. He's old. I don't know if he's that old, but he looks really old in this. Yeah, he looks really old. He doesn't look as old in the dollar song, but yeah. uh, I think it's the glasses and the weird outfit that he's wearing. And the haircut doesn't help either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he got Sully, so what we gonna do? What you gonna do? Choiza, by the way, Korean slang, right? Yeah, it means big dick. It means big dick. Yeah. So you got a big dick. You Maybe can you say whatever you dick. want. Uh, speaking of people who would break from big dicks, let's talk about my next song. And just like Josh was the one who picked Wonder Girls, yeah. it's pretty crazy that I'm the one to pick the next girl. And that is Josh's favorite girl, Taeyeon, with her brand new song, Why? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, So Tan, yeah, her last song, of course, was Starlight with the Dean. Yeah, pretty decent song. Um, I would say pretty six, decent seven. song. Uh, Dean, yeah, that song was like a Dean, Dean eight, Tan six, average of seven. Seven, right? average of seven. Yeah. This song though, this song is what I want to hear from Tan. Mm. Like, uh, I don't want to hear a ballad. I don't want to hear a rain ballad. Right? Like, I was okay, right? Because she got to sing more, and I think this is. Like more up the alley, more up that alley of letting her sing, letting her like belt a little bit, mm-hmm. letting her show off what other girl, like other girls in SM cannot do. Yeah, right. Um, because this something is something to make her special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because this is a very EDM song, mm-hmm. right? SM's on this huge EDM kick, right? Tiffany got a lot of EDM songs, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Starlight was pretty EDM as well. Starlight was pretty EDM. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of other solo artists. Uh, Luna also had an EDM had song. EDM Boa song. had an EDM song, yeah. right? Um, but this one is different because I think Boa can sing, but Boa sings in a very particular Boa, Boa, way. Boa way, right? Yeah. Um, Tiffany can sing-ish. She can sing. And Luna 
Kensing ish. Yeah. Uh, but I really think Ta- this let Taeyon kind of. Yeah, just show show off what she got, what she's yeah. working with. I really like that. Mm-hmm. The problem is that when you have an EDM song, especially yeah. one that's very, I, I mean, we say it a lot because I don't know EDM super well, yeah. but it's it reminds uh, Josh of Major Lazer, yeah. reminds me of Major Lazer. The, the issue with EDM songs is that when the chorus hits, the chorus is usually voiceless. Yeah, and really. Uh, I guess you would say basic, but with a melodic kind of through line, yeah, right? Yeah, like, of course, an yeah. easy example is Lean On, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she sings, she sings, she sings, chorus hits, and it's just the backing track, mm-hmm. right? That's the get down, let's go part. Mm-hmm. But this song, when the get down, let's go part starts, Taeyeon is still singing. She's singing a chorus, right? Yeah, she's singing a chorus over a, a chorus backing track that sounds like it should not be sang over. Yeah. And it sounds not good. Yeah. Like it's really busy. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's a very it, it's a mismatch between what a, a catchy chorus is supposed to be or yeah. what a catchy EDM chorus is supposed to be. Like yeah. it just, I think they're trying to like meld the two. Like they don't want to go full EDM and just have like a voiceless chorus yeah. because Taeyeon, she, you know, she, she's a solo artist. She has to right. sing. Right, and it's very... And she's not a dancer, right? Yeah. I mean, she's not going to bust out a dancer in that part. So I guess the marriage of the two is like, okay, we're going to have an EDM chorus, but also Taeyeon's going to sing during it. Yeah. And I think the layering is just kind of off. Like, yeah. You got to cut something out of there. Either it's got to be uh, even like more dumbed-down EDM, like without like, a... down some of the layering yeah, shit. Yeah. Or Taeyeon's just got to not sing during that portion yeah. or or instead of just singing maybe she can sing like a word uh, uh, right ooh, maybe yeah, or, ooh, yeah. or not right yeah. or why right yeah. but it's just not like that and mm-hmm. and that that was kind of sad to to to, to hear uh, because i do think the rest of it that's not the chorus mm-hmm. is pretty good i especially like her her why 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 part like, mm-hmm. i think that part's really really nice i like that part yeah um and i think like i Despite the, I need to hear this song again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I like it more in Starlight. I'm not sure. For me, when I, after hearing both these songs, like a decent amount, I think I like Starlight more, just because uh, it has Dean's more con- it has more contrast to mm-hmm. it, and I really like Dean as well. Um, but in this song, Taeon is definitely like the heroine. Right, which is she's the only one. She's yeah, she's the main she's the main focus of the song. I I think even more so than the EDM parts mm. because out of all the singles and all the songs that Taeyeon has come out as a solo artist, I think this one is the best for her for her for her abilities for her abilities because I I felt like she really was singing and not just sing talking yeah. or like kind of just taking it easy vocal wise, but it really sounds like. Not not that she's straining herself, but that she's putting in a lot of effort into this or being extra careful about singing. Mm. And that's kind of what I wanted to see out of like Taeyeon's singles. Like, I mean, I thought I was pretty good to show off yeah. her vocals. Yeah, I, I was also really good, but it was that was more of kind of like a poppier. Yeah, that was a more poppy generic. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm not, I've heard a lot of Taeyeon ballads already. I've heard a lot of OSTs. Yeah. You know, th- those kind of stuff. This She's one no was form. significantly different for her. It was different, and, and, and it, it used her abilities really well. Uh, but for something, I don't know why. It just doesn't like push it to the next level for me. I don't know what is missing from the song. I don't know what would make it better. But the song is a good chorus. Yeah, I mean, this song <laughs> is probably like a six or seven for me as well. Mm. 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 Yeah, me. I, I, I mean, mine is probably seven. Mm. Know. I like this one 
better than um, the hobbies are for mm. damn sure. But uh, uh, the the one thing though is like whoever's in charge of filming her music videos doing a great job, amazing job. Like it's such, it's so beautiful. It's so cinematic looking, mm-hmm. and like the color pop that they have, like with her outfits and with the the background, mm-hmm. is just so good. Yeah. And you know, Taeyeon sometimes I don't think she looks. Sometimes she looks like a little girl playing in a woman's world, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of awkwardy, at least to me. Yeah, but she's I, very small. Right, she's petite. very small and, and petite. But like I thought, even though she still looks small and she's still this petite i thought the way they shot her in this was much much better yeah there there's definitely like a feminine aspect to her that's like okay she, you know she might be really petite but man she's they, they made her look kind of powerful in some of the yeah, yeah. some of the scenes too and i thought that looked really good like there's mm-hmm. a scene where she's holding like flares or something and i was yeah, like yeah. damn that's pretty good oh, like, kind of like um, smoke i don't know what you would call them i don't uh, it's just she's holding smoke things and smoke is coming out um there's a word for it but our brains just is not just coming up with it but something Smoke we sticks. don't understand that I thought I was going to have answered in this music video. Yes. Taeyeon, why are you such a dick to the hot dog man? We still don't know why she fucking ruined that hot dog man shirt. No backstory whatsoever. She walks up to the dude, mustard ketchup's the dude, runs away. And what? And they use the exact same footage as in the Dean Starlight video. They didn't even change up the footage. Like, why? You, like, did you forget to record, like, 20 seconds of footage? So you were like, yo, let me just use, let me just use the, that again. I want to see what they cut out because there's this whole hot dog Wait. man story that I want to, I want to know, man. She actually walks up to the hot dog guy already holding the kind hot of, ketchup kind of, and mustard. Kind of furiously. But, like, if she didn't get the ketchup and mustard from the hot dog guy, where did she, where get, she get it from? Interesting. Yeah. But, the world will never know. Ah, uh, but w- the world does know how to leave us iTunes reviews. Yeah, because we got one. Because we got one. Hey! Woo! Uh, we don't get too many of these nowadays, but, Josh, I talk a lot, so why don't you read the one iTunes review that we got? So, the one iTunes review we got is from Jenny. She says, Living in a place where people only know what K-pop is through BuzzFeed, I am so happy that I have found this podcast. I've discovered many new K-pop songs through here, and I also get to hear tidbits of what people think of my favorite songs. Uh, the podcasts are always funny and tangential. Uh, I hope they continue to humor me with their tasks or talks of riffs and bass lines. Yes, that is what we do. Although we haven't been too tangenty, I think, in the last, in this episode at least, and last episode. I don't think we tangent it too much. Not compared to what we should be doing usually when songs are kind of dry. Yeah. But, you know, there's still more time. We can still yeah. be tangenty. Yeah. Um, so, again, if you guys uh, can't, you know can't donate um, or don't want to donate, that's fine. If you leave us an iTunes review, it also does help us out. It helps us out because it lets other people who check iTunes know. Yeah. Um, if you can leave, I actually don't know because I have an uh, iPhone, but... It, you know, it, I don't know if there are reviews on the Google Play Store, but if there is, you can leave us on the Google Play Store. Right. Again, I just recently started uploading our audio to SoundCloud. You can't actually leave a review on SoundCloud, but you can leave yeah. comments. Yeah. Or you can re retweet or read SoundCloud them or re- whatever it's called. We're getting old there. Uh, I don't know. I don't ever use SoundCloud. We're getting old there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> retweet the you know, SoundCloud. Send a Snapchat that, you know? Yeah. Uh, write a post-it note sneak <laughs> to the refrigerator. You call know. your friend and tell him. Um, 
But yeah, if you can put the word out, iTunes reviews is is where I mostly check. Um, So uh, leave one if you can. If you leave it on another country that's not America, just tell us. Mm -hmm. Tell me on Twitter. Right, tell us by email thisweekinkpop at gmail.com. Twitter is thisweekinkpop. Instagram, as we talked about earlier, thisweekinkpop. Yeah, you can contact us there. Uh, But how else can they help us, Josh, if they have no money? So there's Patreon, there's PayPal. But if you have no monies, uh, reviews is one way. But the other way is to check out uh, audiobooks. So we are sponsored by Audible, and Audible is a audiobook kind of providing service they have a hundred over 180,000 titles to choose from uh you can sign up for a free trial at uh audibletrial.com slash uh, use that link it'll help us directly and if you even cancel you know if you're not really into audiobooks then you get to keep your free audiobook and it still supports us so mm-hmm. check that out yeah books baby yeah i'm books. still trying to get back into books but then i got sidetracked again with comics and I'm I've trying to go back. A, to books. I've been reading a lot. I've been catching up on so many comics as of late. I need to. I need to. Like I, because both com like DC and Marvel both rebooted again. Um, DC oh, more importantly. Dangerous. So like I've been reading like indie comics that or indie comics that don't um kind so, of aren't really related. Yeah, aren't related. Uh, so one I've been reading. I just finished. At least I caught up on. It's called The Wicked and the Divine. It's pretty damn. You should, maybe you should check it out. I, I might know. check it out. I don't know if you ever heard of Phonogram, um, but it's it's made by these two people, like Jamie McKelvey and something, something, something. But they're very specific. I think they're British, mm. and the way they write is very hoity-toity. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like very. It's like it's like, like kind proper? of like not proper. Like it's like very snobby. Because uh. uh, Phonogram is all about music, and mm-hmm. so like they write it. Like, like if we wrote something just about K-pop and a non-K-pop person, probably they, they'd be like, what is, what are all these references? I don't really understand this. Um, um, so they write kind of very properly. So I was really worried about this new comic. But anyways, that's comics, not audiobooks. But I did download. So I was reading, because uh, I'd always stayed away from Pottermore. Because so I was like, what is this fucking Pottermore shit? This mm. is dumb. All right. You don't want to taint the... Well, I was like, oh, they're just writing like extra random things about the Harry Potter universe. I don't care. But then recently, uh, J.K. Rowling uh, released the things about the four American houses. Mm -hmm. And she released some other stuff just about like the background of magic in America. And I was like, holy shit. She is so good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so interesting. She is so good at what she does. Like that that type of like fictional novel. Because I think she does a world building. And, like, just the exactly. amount of thought and effort she puts in. So I re-downloaded all of Harry Potter, and I, I'm going to reread all of Harry Potter someday. Um, I, I did that maybe last year. Mm. I blazed through them. Dude, I, I love me some I Harry blazed Potter. through them. See, the problem with Harry Potter... Man, we were like, we ain't going tangent, but we did. I think I love... I, the problem with Harry Potter is that, like... I think I mentioned this before, mm. but we would always... Uh, until, like, the end, we always bought one book for me and my sister. Yeah, yeah. Before I had money, right, and my sister had money, my parents would be like, one book, guys. Um, so I would read it all in one day, and I would give it to her. Mm-hmm. So the problem with me reading it all in one day was that, like, I didn't really retain that super well. Because mm. um, you're, you're, like, speeding through it, yeah? Yeah. But, like, when a new book came out, I would always reread the previous books. Mm-hmm. But, like, the last book, 
And I think the last two books I don't actually remember super well because I haven't read them that many mm. times. So I do look forward to rereading it all again. Yeah. Um, but anyways, maybe I should download them uh, audiobooks? on all the books. Yeah, because you get to hear the accents and all the funny talkings and such. Yeah, because I, I, I listened to the first three books uh, a long, long time ago by audiobook. Mm. It was... It was really nice. They they because it's the biggest book of all time. That's yeah. not the Bible, and so they hire fucking the t- most top notch motherfucking audiobook dude. Yeah. Um, he's some famous British guy. But anyway, speaking of hiring top notch dudes, this next group, Josh, why don't you talk about them? So this next group, I don't know why they're top notch or hire top notch dudes, but it's a Gugudan with their song Wonderland. So I was transitioning in, in a way that like it made sense for me. And then I, I was, was like, like oh, wait, this where is are you going with this, Because I was saying, speaking of top-notch dudes, this group got did not hire any top-notch oh, dudes. That's what I was oh, see, I was like, um, how are these dudes top-notch? I'm just yeah. going to introduce them. So Gugudan yeah. is a Jellyfish Entertainment new girl group. Jellyfish, of course, being Vix's uh, label. Yeah. Um, now this girl group does have IOIs Sejong and Mina. God Sejong. God Sejong and cute as fuck Mina. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what her nickname is. I'm sure she has one. Yeah. Chipmunk. Nickname? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Mina. <laughs> uh, Mina. So while IOI will come out with a new song soonish, their subunit, quote unquote subunit, Sejong right. and Mina will not be with them. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to Pinky and. Um, Stone Nyong did not go back to mm-hmm. Pletus Girls. Right. Um, but while Pletus Girls was just a pre 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 debut, this kind is not the real the waters, thing. Yeah. yeah, this is their real debut. This is Gugudan's real debut. And oh god, oh god, <laughs> we thought Dream Girls was bad. Oh god, but I think. Oh, this is definitely worse than I Dream Girls. I think this Girls. was worse than Dream Girls. This is definitely worse but, than Dream Girls. But the uh, expectation level for Dream Girls was so high. Very, very high. I think that was overall a, a, a bigger disappointment. Um, but I think the overall quality of this song is definitely worse than Dream Girls. Oh, easily. Um, so, where, where to start? Um, I'm going to start with the choreography. Okay. Uh, terrible. God awful. Uh, it lacks no creativity. Um, they're basically standing still in place, moving their arms a lot. There's not a lot of position changes. They don't do a lot of fun things with each other, even though they have a lot of members. Everything that you want from like a generic, basic, boring choreography, you see in this. And it's terrible. 
Yeah, the main choreography is just like flapping your arms around, kind of. Like, it's just. That's it, this one. Not good. It's just not good. And it's extra weird because they, they went for a super cutesy um, concept. Yes. And even though God Sejong is really cute, she. It just not does kind of not fit for her. She's not this kind of cute. Yeah. Every time I see her, I'm just like, this is wrong. This is not... Yeah, because she should she's, not be doing She's this. already built up this kind of like mature image yeah. through IOI. Yeah. And this is kind of like, oh, I'm just a cute girl. Whatever. I don't know anything. And yeah. we're just like, Sejong, no, you're definitely not, you know, an yeah. airhead like this. And and so the choreography is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like maybe the live choreography is fine, but the 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 way it's shown in the music video is just not good. Mm-hmm. Um, the song, see, the song is not good, but it has its catchiness, right? Because some bad sure. songs can have catchiness, right? Especially like the chorus, the chorus, yeah. right? Like the chorus is this is just a chant, pretty much, right? It's like na 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 na. Which is like very generic, and we've heard a lot of times. But you know, chanting things, repeating things, yeah, it's catchy. But it's like it's not; they're not singing it really, right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a talking chanting, and it's just it's it sounds so immature. Like not immature, like it just sounds not mature. Yeah. I, I think image, like immature not, has a different like connotation. No, no, I just mean it It sounds like it was meant for, like, little girls. Uh, right? Like, yeah. not young, like, you know, all the girls are young, right? But this sounds like a middle school song, right? Mm. It sounds like a high, like, it just doesn't sound like mm. a song that should be sang by these people. Yeah. Like, the chorus, I think, does have its parts, but I think it's also very kind of similar to a lot of other songs that we've heard. And especially the, I want to say like the choreography and some of the concepts are also very similar to other girls uh, groups as well, right? Yeah, there were some like, oh, they're kind of copying. Oh my girl, oh man, they they might have copied so and so. I I don't really think they copied more as they just it's just so it's generic, very generic. Yeah, it's yeah, so generic that it's similar to most. Yeah. You know. Um. Well, I mean, I don't think the song sounds like because I don't even know what to. To, it's not a a, a fresh type, right? It's not no. a, a Pleatus Girls type song, right? It's not a Dia song. It, mm-hmm. it, this is like a schoolgirl. Like even the chorus is like marching, right? It's like na 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 na. Like it's so. It's just so. Ugh. I, I think the problem that arises uh, with this song is that everything just seems so rushed. Yeah. That because they're, I think they're trying to, you know, really jump on this IOI bandwagon before it just completely disappears. And, you know, obviously Sejong and Mina, they were essentially nobodies before Produce 101 started. And all of a sudden they have this kind of popularity. They don't know what to do with it. So I guess Jellyfish might be feeling the, yeah, the pressure to kind of push a group out and hopefully it does well with what they got banking on some popularity but it's just not not a good product yeah, choose a better fucking song it's yo. not a good product you know? yeah like i don't know if this is the thought process of the pletus people but i think they made a good choice because because the, they had the option a good choice right they had the option to probably take nyan and uh pinky mm. and they could have debuted right now 
with Cletus. But yeah. yeah. But they chose to not. They were like, no, you guys do your own thing. We're going to release this pre-release thing. We're mm. not going to rush this debut. We're going to hold off. Mm. Right? Well, I think Goo Goo Don was like, no, no, we're going to take that option. We're going to take these girls back and we're going to debut now and do all we this can. This is what they came in. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so I think whatever the Pletus girls, you know, become, you know, after school too, you know, like, yeah. hopefully they'll take time. They'll get a good song. Mm-hmm. They'll practice a shit ton and, you know, but they probably would have to wait until the IOI stuff is completely over, right? Before yeah. they can practice for real. Yeah. Um, but and uh, IOI's got like maybe one more shot at things, right? Yeah. Well, they're supposed to Before come out with the U subunit, and then they should all come back together at the very, very end, mm-hmm. supposedly. Um, right. But we've already talked about how weird that all that shit is. Um, well, let's talk about another girl group that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of weird that is. Yeah. When they debuted, they didn't do very well. No. And they're finally back, and they're totally different. And that group is called Sonamu, which, by the way, is a group that used to be synonymous with, like, blah, in, yeah. in, during our podcast. Right, right, right. We used to just, like, make fun no, of Sonamu all the time. For just, like, being just, being just not a good... Not good. <laughs> like, it, because of their debut was this jank-ass hip-hop concept. It, it that they were like, not pulling off, but yeah, it's uh-huh. Sonamu. Anyway, so to move with a brand new song, I Like You Too Much. Pop to a song that's called I Like You Too Much. Yeah, so Sonamu, completely much like AOA, they're just like, what? We were a band? That, what? We were a hip-hop group? No. Um, mm. I mean, they already kind of got out of it a little bit with their last song, Cushion. Mm. Um, Cushion wasn't super hip-hop-y. But it's, it's a good transition. It's a definitely closer to their debut. Uh, Cushion was closer than this song. This song is totally different. Yeah. Um, this is just that super kind of popular, bright, happy, cutesy, sexy concept that every, well, not every girl group is doing because some girls are doing the fresh ones, right? But this is a concept you've seen a million times. It's, it's weird. It's so weird to see a group that 
was originally so hip hop and kind of chic, and now they're transitioning into sexy, but or I cute, mean, it's or cute. It's weird, but not weird because yeah. it happens to a lot. It happens yeah. to boy groups a lot, yeah. but usually um, you see it the opposite. Right, someone's cutesy, and then all of a sudden they're turning into the more mature sound, a more fierce sound, or hip hop sound, and this is kind of like yeah, the other way around. Yeah, yeah, that's right? true. And you know, Sony moves under TS Entertainment. TS Entertainment has not been doing great. No, uh, they lost BAP last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they don't have many other groups. Like they have mm-hmm. Secret that kind of does okay. They have Untouchables, which don't really do much mm-hmm. um, together. Um, and I think that's it. Anyway, so this song. When we first listened to the song, yeah, we didn't like it. Not at all. It sounded like I know we use this a, a lot, but it songs haven't been that Frankenstein-y no. uh, in 2016, I think. No, but this song was like a throwback 2015 because it was Franken fucking stuff. It was like three or four songs in one, and we were just like so confused. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you if we hadn't heard the song before and you played those parts like at separate times, yeah. And you say, okay, which parts of these songs like are from the same song? I would say all those songs were different. Yeah, yeah. We listen to it again mm-hmm. and listen to it again and again. And sometimes Frankenstein-y can be once you expect it, it's okay. Yeah, right. It, then it becomes a little bit more interesting because you're like, oh, I like this part or I like this part. This part's not so bad, right? right? Like I think "Cheer Up" is a good example. Mm-hmm. It is a little Frankenstein-y. Um, I can't think of another one off the top of my head, but. There are also parts, some songs where the Frankenstein you're just never okay with, mm-hmm. you know. Um, oh, I think another good example would be Bang Bang Bang, right? Yeah. Bang Bang Bang, super Frankenstein at first, but then you get to you get used, you to, get it, used yeah. to it. And this song is kind of cool. I actually kind of enjoy the song because parts of it really sound like a musical. Mm. Um, and I don't know if that's the way it was shot, mixed with because music. Some musical songs are kind of Frankenstein. I, I would say. Um, it just musicals in general are very Frankenstein because they have a whole kind of plethora of different songs in one musical, you know? You have your right. happy, cheerful songs and your more somber, like, kind of ballady songs. And, you know, this song... Well, I mean, they don't usually sing them all together. Well, oh, yeah, of course. But, like, this song, I think, is a good representation of a musical in that it has a lot of different parts. parts but kind of like how a musical has kind of this underlying musical score that brings them all together yeah uh i think this song also kind of has a little bit of that well uh i will say though that in musicals usually at the end the very last song is yeah. like a mix of like callbacks to like previous songs yeah, but, yeah. Anyways. um but like I, I think it's like there are parts where like uh, there's like calls to each other mm-hmm. and there's just kind of it just sounds very musically yeah and i don't know i, I ended up kind of liking it um, Same as me. This was not going to be on our list. No. Um, um, I actually was originally going to talk about Gugudan. Yes. And then when we were writing about Gugudan, I was like, actually, you know, I think I like Sunamu yeah. more. And I think you could tell from the asshole we just ripped Gugudan. Yeah. Um, because once we started describing Gugudan, I was like, actually, I don't really have a lot of good things to say about it. Like, yeah. I think I have more good things to say about Sonamu. Yeah. And I really, I you know, the music video mm. has its kind of cool parts. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is shot like, POV like again, style. they all have like their own thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's like yeah, POV style of like a girl liking a dude too much and then like kind of 
fucking it up kind of or like getting yeah. angry or like doing something bad yeah so like the um, first so the first scene is this guy who's just like eating and the girl's like made him food and she's, she's dressed like a maid for some yeah, reason. And she's cooked like this, you know, 12 course meal and expects him to eat all of it. And he passes out from being yeah. overstuffed. And the second one is like a mechanic lady. And she's just know. so sexy that he just passes, he, like, passes out. He gets a bloody nose. And passes out. Out. I can't remember any after that. Yeah. Because um, that sexy girl was fucking sexy. Yeah. Um, she might be like 70. Probably. But. It's weird because then after that like sexy scene where she's wearing like really sexy outfit, like acting all sexy, and it switches to like super cute. Everyone yeah. wearing pink, everyone right, right like uh uh you can't see much skin at all, right? It's yeah. like it, it's such a, a a strange kind of thing. Yeah. Um but it's cute, but not in the middle school goo da way, yeah. not in the fresh pleatus girls way, um, but it's like cute in like an ego kind of way, I yeah, would say. Probably in a more generic Korean yeah, way. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like different in magic. No, no. Um, but uh, it's more cute that we're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a little interesting that like we talked a lot about a lot of girls, right? We talked right. about uh, Brave Girls, mm-hmm. right? And then and, and Pletus Girls and Sonamu and, and, and uh, Gugudan. Mm-hmm. And all four of them have different sounding songs yeah. right they're all pretty different sounding songs good or bad but they're all pretty different which yeah. is but, interesting but the funny thing is i think uh maybe sonamu out of all of the groups that we've talked about um those four groups that we've talked about i think sonamu has more the most unique sound actually out of all of them because i don't think a lot of songs these days are following this kind of musical sound Right, like when we were talking about Pletus Girls, we're like, oh, this is kind of a fresh, kind of a you know, a pink ish, G friendish style. And then, you know, when we talk about Pletus, it's like, oh, yes, also, oh, not Pletus, uh, Gugunan. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this kind of you know, Gugunan does not remind me of anything other than garbage. garbage. <laughs> Actually, I, don't, I didn't even think I was that sad at Gugunan until like recording we recording this right about, now yeah. and I'm just like oh man man there's just a lot of things but that, the, that's but, the epiphany I had but the we problem with the Gugudan song is that of all all the songs that we were talking about that's the chorus I remember the, the clearest yeah is the Gugudan song yeah. like I actually don't remember the Sona Moon chorus off the top of my head Hmm. Um, I don't remember the, the Pletus girls. I, I don't remember the Brave girls one. I only remember I'm a sassy girl. I, well, maybe that's the that's not the chorus, right? That's mm-hmm. like the kind of like a intro breakdown. outro, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's weird to me that the worst song is is the catchiest song. Well, speaking of the weirdest weird songs, songs that are catchy, somewhat catchy, somewhat um, catchy. We have a bonus song this. Yeah, episode. we, we usually don't. don't talk. Yeah, we normally don't talk about bonus songs, but we're going to talk about a bonus song because we have a lot to say about it. And I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who want to hear our opinions about it. And so we're just going to talk about it. And that group is NCT 127 with their song, Far Far. Hands 
hands up if you're feeling the vibe now. Hey, 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 hey. One step, two step. <laughs> That's a fire truck. For those of you that can speak English. Fire truck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I, I said we're truck. definitely exaggerating it. But the first yeah, time yeah. we heard we're the like, dude say fire truck, it was really like, fire truck. Fire truck. But anyways. Uh, fire truck. So NCT yeah. is very confusing. But mm. I'm going to attempt to alleviate your problem. Okay. So, okay. NCT, so NCT is under SM. First of all. Yes. Okay. And originally, we were very confused. Is this their, like, trainee group? Is this M- is SM this Rookies? Rookies, right? Because yeah. they did as SM Rookies for a long time, and a lot of those rookies showed up in NCT. Right, right, right. Um, but according to SM, NCT is, a, is an overall group with potentially unlimited members. All right. Now, these members will be split up into subgroups. And the very first subgroup that they announced was NCTU. Which came out a couple months ago with the Seventh Sense and but some there are other balance. Two NCTUs, aren't they not? So here's the thing. So the people that sang Seventh Sense and the people that sang that other song, there was like one or two differences. Okay. 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 I don't know why. Okay, All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. But still. according to SM, they were they're all NCTU. Okay. 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 Not everyone sang on every song, but whatever. Okay. NCT 127 is another subunit. Okay. okay. They share common members with NCTU, but I think four. They only share four members with NCTU. That's a lot, though. That's a lot. Four out of seven or eight. Um, now, 127 is the subunit that is based in Seoul. Okay. 127 being, of course, as we all know, the longitude coordinates for Seoul. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I don't know if that's true. I thought longitude, I didn't know it. Maybe it was, what, 12.7 degrees? I, I, don't, I, know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. So uh, according to you know Wikipedia, there the next one might be like a Tokyo subgroup, right? And mm-hmm. then a Beijing subgroup. So they'll have a Japanese one and a Chinese one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, But this sounds like this is the main one for Korea, right? Which now, is so confusing still. It is very confusing. Yeah. But this is a real group. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when SM comes out with a group, that should—that's a big fucking deal. It is a big fucking deal. Their last boy group, of course, EXO, and they're having troubles with that. Yeah, 
Sound Troubles, but they released a, a great song, mm-hmm. right, recently, Exo's Monster. I think it's a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did not like NCTU songs very much. No. But we, we did, did think, interesting, think Seventh Sense was interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, this song, Fartar, is very Fartar. similar to Seventh Sense, I think. Yeah. It's shot there. The dance sequences are shot very similarly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is very heavy on rap. Very, which very is, heavy rap. Which is very different for SM. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm kind of happy about because SM, they're doing a lot of, you know, progressive things, I think, in terms of Korean music. EDM yes. and, and rap, I guess. But this song is, is really good because the backing track is really, really good. Right. I mean, this song is not very oh, good. No, I really mean, good. I mean, the backing makes, track what is makes good. this song decent. Good, yeah, decent. What's good about this song okay. is the backing track. Okay. Is what I want to say. There we go. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of rap, like we said. A lot of it is not that. But bad. it's not like it's not like a BTS type rap, right? No. It's not like a YG type rap. It's no. it's still very SM rap. Yeah. It's much better nowadays than it was before. Yeah. But. Still, rapping in SM is the, what they're worst at, right? Uh, yeah, like, easily, easily. Dancing is really good, mm-hmm. right? While for YG, dancing is their worst part, right? Yeah. Um, not to say that they're there all aren't everything. Dan- That's yeah, just there aren't dancers thing. and such, but um, like in general with most of the groups. So it's weird to me that it's so heavy on rap. Mm. Um, but anyways, they're rapping a little bit, and then the singing starts. Oh my lord. And it... And then my eardrum burst, and then it's awful. I passed out on the floor and started drooling because I lost my sense of equilibrium. Because when it fucking starts singing, <laughs> it's uh, many, many problems. Number one, too high pitched. Uh, number two, it's got this crazy ass like filter with a reverb, and it's just extra piercing. Yeah. And I don't understand a goddamn thing he's saying, but it's just assault on my eardrums. Like, it sounds like I wrote very specifically. It sounds like mm-hmm. he's singing through, like, a really shitty outdoor speaker at, like, an old dilapidated carnival. I, I was like, right? wow, that's yeah. very specific, like a, but also very accurate. Yeah, like a really bad, or even a really bad, uh, one of those foghorn, foghorn yeah. things, or whatever they're called. Megaphones. 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 Like a really yeah. shitty play toy megaphone. Yeah. Like, it's sounds so distorted like i think it would have been fine it's high pitchedness may have been fine if they didn't filter maybe, so badly maybe but but it is bad like it it's actively bad. hurts like, I, I, I winced when i heard it i was yeah. like Oof. yeah and i mean luckily it doesn't go on for that long mm-hmm. right but it happens twice awful just yeah. plain awful. And i think what makes it so bad is that because the rapping and kind of the backing track are kind of at this low kind of tone yeah right he's got a deeper tone in his rapping voice and all of a sudden when the singing starts it's like extra high yeah and so it's an extra huge difference and you're just not ready for yeah and it's so weird because like exos monsters the backing track is very simple Mm -hmm. right even seventh sense the backing track is very simple Mm -hmm. i should have looked it up but it really does sound like it's in the same family as the seventh sense uh, producer and maybe even the exo monster producer yeah because um, they got these similar effects that they're using in the songs, right? Yeah, it's like it's like pop. It's very pop hip hop, right? But yeah. it, not in the 
brandy music way, yeah. right? Like, uh, but it's very simple. It's got a lot of low beats, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's very simple. I would, but I would, catchy. I would describe it as kind of like machine effects, like mm-hmm. a lot of whirs and like beeps kind of sounding. Uh, if you have never heard any of these songs, then you, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. Right. But if you hear Monster, hear this song, Seven Sense, they kind right. of share a certain kind of feeling. And they're always the, the low, very yeah. low sounding boobity beeps, right? Like worrying and kind of those kind of things, right? And yeah. there's also some like whoops in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Some whoop whoops. Yeah. Um, but the chorus itself, I mean, again, it's, it's one of those songs where it's kind of a build up. Yeah. The beat hits, you say the name of the song, right? Yeah. Um, and this one is, you know, whoop, whoop, far, far, far. right? Um, so bang, cha, right? So bang, cha. Um, and that part is not bad. It's not awful. Yeah. Um, it's fucking hilarious that it's called fire truck. Yeah. Um, Even in English or Korean, it just sounds strange. So bang, cha. Yeah. Like, like you just, it's kind of a, a song you're kind of getting into and you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, fire truck, right? And you're just like, what? And then we looked up the lyrics to see if it makes any semblance of sense. It doesn't make any doesn't fucking make sense. sense. Like, I really think the only reason they called it Fire Truck is because they had those whoop whoop, that sound mm. in there. And they were just like, that reminds me of a fire truck, right? Mm. So then they, they called it Fire Truck. But it really should be a more Maybe. hype phrase, right? Like, turn it up or like... Yeah. Or like some three-syllable, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, some three-syllable thing, hype, hype, hype thing. Yeah. But instead of that hype phrase, they went horror truck, horror truck. And then there's the music video. Yeah, and the music. This is like SM at its best, tied with SM at its worst. I agree completely. Um, like it's so crazy to me. Like it, the same. Pro- there was a sa- similar problem with Exo's Monster. Yeah, where. EXO is known to be great at dancing. And NCT also kind of is being pushed as yeah. like good a good dancing group. The Seventh Sense actually has some really nice scenes of them dancing. Right, right? right. It was very simplistic, very, very artsy-fartsy, but long shots of them dancing, right? EXO, of course, previously known for having just dance one-shots, right? Mm-hmm. And then for Monster, they like threw in that story and... And then the dancing that they sh- they showed was like silhouetted. No. Like the camera movement was bad. There was a lot of cuts. And like the same thing happens here, right? Where like anytime they're dancing, it's cut up so much that like yeah. I just don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't look good. No. Um, and there's multiple things that are wrong. I think that that we can point to one, like. Just like the EXO kind of silhouette dancing, they do employ that as well. Yeah. But with different kind of like color shading. Yeah. Like they they do a lot of that red color shade. It's oversaturated. Yeah. yeah. It's oversaturated and the, uh, and the lighting is really, really bad. There's a and lot of flashing. A lot of flashing lights as well. Yeah. The cuts are very numerous and yeah. not in the same perspective after they cut yeah. as well. And just in general, like any time where you're trying to lock in on something, they just change it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't ever f- focus on the dance, right? Yeah. And the stuff that they did show is just not super great. Yeah. But on the other side, they shot this like story, but it's not yeah. really a story, right? It's not one of those super esoteric, like, we're just shooting this so that you can see close-ups of everybody's faces, like Exo's mm-hmm. Monster. Yeah. Like, there's actually a story of these these dudes. Oh, it's not a great story. No. 
But it's them kind of tied to this one girl, mm-hmm. right? One girl starts out young, and you mm-hmm. see her go through life, getting a little yeah, bit older, yeah. getting a job, yeah. then having her own family, and sh- they just show up at and like random she is. ass intervals with like fire with hoses, fire hoses, and they go fire truck, and then, yeah, they start <laughs> firing off yeah, water. Just, but the shot of them firing off water and kind of slow motion, motion, kind of speed ramping, really cool. It's kind of cool, yeah. um, and I like that they. Uh, cast, I mean, they cast it all American. Well, I don't know if they're American, but they're all white people. Um, but they casted that girl like at four or five different stages of, of, of and age. And they all look like the same, like they would be the same person. Yeah, they, they got all the like girls with freckles mm-hmm. and kind of red hair. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there were cool individual shots in there. So um, that concept was cool, but then they mixed that concept with this. With the dancing that was not good. Like, just shot and, and shit. And the dancing, like, they had this weird, I don't know what kind of concept you would call it, but everything about their outfits, like, oh. their hairstyles, were just, were just bad. Yeah. I so, like, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that, like, the dance, the, the shooting of the dancing was bad enough, right? Yeah. But the worst offender, the worst, this is everything wrong with K-pop right here. Mm. Everything wrong with this is the the concept mm. the style whoever thought of their hair whoever thought of their clothes whoever thought to put all that shit together like you need to get fired you need to get fired and the problem is is that like people again we are not their target demographic right yes but even though we're not their target demographic like i can still be like oh man like x looks really good in this mm-hmm. right or 2pm looks really great in this or bts looks great in this right like we don't have to be 12 year yeah. girls right yeah we don't we don't want to have to like be super attracted to these guys to know, to know what yeah. looks good and what doesn't look good it like seventh sense was already bad enough and it yeah. looked like they were going even harder of mm-hmm. just awful haircuts awful mismatch like it, half 80s half like you know tangent all right i i always hate fashion shows right because they're like high fashion shows Right, because high fashion is like weird, esoteric clothing for a lot for people who have a lot of time and money on their hands. Right, like it's not clothes to wear normally. Mm-hmm. Right, they, these are clothes. Like I'm not talking about like like what the famous people wear, like to the red carpet. That's not what I'm talking. About. I'm talking about the crazy ass high fashion where the mm-hmm. dude is wearing like a paper bag and like he's wearing like a like minion's outfit and like one of his eyebrows is shaved. Right, yeah. like or like it's a suit, but. Split down the middle, yeah. and then one side is a dress, and then one side is a yeah. suit. Just... See, I have an opinion about those shows. It's because every year they have to have something new and new and new right. and new and new. And so they every year they feel this pressure to kind of make something new that you never had seen before, right? Yeah. But and, since you're pushing you know, them out so quickly, you're going to either have duplicates or things that are just fucking weird. Right. right? And you're trying to get noticed more with other people, and you go weirder and weirder and weirder. Exactly. Um, and I feel like K-pop is kind of going through a similar problem because there's so many groups that are coming out and you, you want either want to differentiate them or they all look the same, right? Mm-hmm. And so SM's like, you know what, we're going to jump the gun and do this weird fucking, you know, high fashion shit. And that is the same problem I think uh, happens with high fashion and mm-hmm. modern art. Oh, I was actually just going to mention a, a modern art. Yeah. Like... Like maybe I'm maybe I'm ghetto. Maybe I just don't you know, I'm just not classy. I'm just you know, I mean, 
Whatever. I'm, not, I'm definitely not classy, and like modern art is some of the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. No, no. The thing is, I get it. Like art can mean different things to different people, right? I personally think modern art is fucking dumb. I personally think that high fashion is dumb. Now, there is a certain point of high fashion. Like for example, GD. Mm-hmm. Okay, GD and uh, CL are really into high fashion, mm-hmm. right? And they wear some weird shit. And sometimes I think Genie looks absolutely ridiculous, yeah. right? And sometimes I think CL it looks absolutely ridiculous, yeah. but that still is nothing compared to it's like what is happening in this video. Mm-hmm. Uh, because e- even though they're wearing something weird, you know, GD looks normal, kind of like his hair is kind of normal yeah. and it's and trendy. We, we and just nice. we just think like, oh, he's just being extra K-pop. Yeah, like it's it's not something you would see an everyday man wear, yeah. but for K-pop. It it's okay, yeah, right. But <laughs> this video, like I hope there's so this never happens. Like I, when we were watching this music video, we were I was really tempted to just be like, all right, let's just write down everything wrong, yeah, with these concepts. But I, but we have like seriously a whole, yeah, we were like page full of good and bad things that we had to say about this music video, and we didn't really want to keep it too negative, but. Yeah, this this concept it's got to change. And the thing, I mean, you're like, you're. Pro- I mean, you might be wondering why are we spending so much time talking about this? And mm-hmm. the only reason we're talking about this is because it's SM, right? Mm-hmm. If it was another random group, we would never, we wouldn't even mention this, right? Uh, but SM, I mean, what SM debuts like resonates, mm-hmm. right? Like when EXO came out, it it really upped the quality level. Of all the boy groups, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. um, or that generation of yeah, boy groups. and it, it in, and they're not the only ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, BTS. I think, as opposed to EXO, BTS started the trend of the type of songs that all the people are right. Yeah. But the level of dancing and the level of kind of like uh, overall skill, I think EXO really ramped it up uh, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't, I just don't know what this group is for right like they already have exo who's decent at dancing if these people are better at dancing then you should shoot a video primarily about dancing right not right like what what are these people like Mm. are they better singers no because it's a lot of rapping are are they better rappers maybe sort of maybe and i have this fear that this is just sm's really kind of shady underhanded way to to feel out what members are going to be popular, and so they can just use those members. I, mean, I don't think that's shady. I think that's relatively smart. It's business. It's I like mean, business sense, but like saying like, "Oh, this is a group of you know unlimited members." Like, how shitty does that feel if like you're one of these members, right? Like, you could right. be in the group, or you can you know disappear well, the next day. I don't think it's any less shady than the TV shows everybody has now. All right. Like, I think this is SM in lieu of a TV show, because SM doesn't have one. And it's mm-hmm. one of the only sh- uh, shows that doesn't have one, right? YG had theirs, mm-hmm. JYP has theirs, and random old groups have theirs, right? Like, I think instead of them having a TV show, this is their feeler way, mm. right? And I actually think it's better. I think that's actually better mm. than a TV show. So I actually don't think it's that shady. Mm. But, but I do think that, like, 
maybe it's just a, a change in times, right? When mm-hmm. we're used to SM only re- releasing a, a new group once in a blue moon and it being a big thing. Like we need to stop putting so much significance on the NCT stuff because it's yeah. just feeler stuff. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Like for me, it just gives me a bad feeling because it's just not transparent. And especially with the K-pop industry, if something's not transparent, I always expect the worst. Mm-hmm. Because companies, they're really, really like money hungry. Yeah. They're really, really kind of like market share hungry. And so anytime that it's just something that's very ambiguous or vague, I kind of always just say, eh, yeah. that seems like it's not going to be great for the, you know, the trainees the, the, the or the, the members, you know, the singers themselves. I mean, I think it's at least they get to be in music videos at a song rather than right. just suffer in pre-debut, you know. Yeah, but also whatever. the way they're shooting is just like you don't really get face shots like SM really does, and they're the dancing is really, you yeah. know, really choppy and such. And like, I if you shown me a member who was like in every single NCT video, like oh this guy was in every NCT video, I would not know if he was or not because all those yeah, videos but are shot. I'm sure in a an way. NCT fan would know. Maybe, but they have done like the side research and all that stuff, right? And like pinpoint, oh, that guy's that guy. But like right. to the casual fan, casual K-pop fan, it's hard to pick him I out mean, even more so than ever. Okay, I mean, I agree, sort of. I I just don't think that is. I don't think that is exacerbated by this. I think that's a problem for all. Fair K-pop. enough. Fair enough. Like for example, Kelvin, mm. my old co-host. He watches every AOA video because he loves Solhyun, as mm. do we all, right? As do we praise, all. Praise be to Solhyun. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I mean, Solhyun's pretty, but I mean, also these other girls are really pretty, right? Mm. And he's just like, are there are other girls in AOA? Like, mm. I don't recognize them. I don't know who they are. I, I All I know is Solhyun. I'm like, dude, you've watched probably like eight, eight, seven AOA videos and you don't even know no a single other, other member? Yeah. And he's just like, no. And I'm like... Okay. okay. <laughs> like, you, you do. You're you. probably right. Like, you like you. I can't tell you how many boy groups that I've probably seen ten of their music videos. Right. Like we just watched the Beast one, and I'm like, who I swear <laughs> to God, I've never seen this dude before. Like, who, who does Chingu? He's yeah. crazy. Beast has a new member. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they actually lost him. Right. Yeah. But like, even Beast, like I really only know that one dude because because that one dude is the most famous dude. Yeah. Just because there's just so many idols. Yeah. That's just it. But uh, anyways, that is it for her, Chuck. For her. Um, we, are, we do look forward to more crazy nonsense from yeah. SM. Um, I really... It seems awfully fast for another boy group. Um, so maybe... Maybe they expect EXO to... Oh, I really think EXO is transitioning to be one of those groups where it's like one song every year. Mm-hmm. Right, because they have they have they don't the need to anymore. Yeah, yeah, they don't need to anymore. So maybe they're you know they're, now they only have what Red Velvet and I guess NCTU. So they yeah. they needed something else because FX is probably gone this year. Um, who else does SM have? Super Junior, Super Junior, oh, Girls Generation again. Girls Generation. I mean, they released a lot of songs uh, recently. Well, no, no, they don't got. Well, no, no. just like purchased from her money tower yeah. and is like one song. I'm not even in a music video and I'll have to dance. Neil. Sami. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think that'll be it for episode 95. We There will be a 96. Um, but again, just to remind you guys, in August, yeah. uh, for about three weeks or two and a half weeks, we will both be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, we will try and rele- uh, record an extra after show before we leave. Yeah. 
But that does mean I need to edit it all together before we leave, and I'm not sure. Which is going to be a really tight squeeze. Um, right. But Josh is going to America. I'm going to Japan. Mm -hmm. um, so we won't be here. So uh, we might not. Again, that's in August. Yeah. Still going to be here next away. week. We're still going to be here for 96. But yeah. after that, it, you might not hear from us. But we just wanted to give you a heads up. Mm. You need to say anything? Uh well I mean we'll be back after that don't worry oh, of course that. yeah of course but... we're, we're, this is gonna continue hopefully back after Josh comes back from America mm -hmm. he's gonna be back with brand new mics I'm gonna figure that shit out yeah um hopefully I become really good at using that vloggy camera yeah. and we can do something so, with that yeah um, and also uh we're hoping to shoot that extra podcast in August uh, if we reach our yes. Patreon goal so. You know, well, it would probably be September. I mean, we're going to be gone most of yeah, August. Yeah, August, September-ish time. When we come back is what we're yeah. aiming for. But uh, once again, all we need is just like 26 more bucks to reach 300, which is the goal, uh, on Patreon. Yes. Uh, if you don't want to donate on Patreon, you can donate, obviously, through PayPal or support us, obviously, by signing up for Audible. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at mm -hmm. This Week in K-Pop, at TwixSteven, at TwixJosh. Um, actually, I think I checked your Twitter and the last thing you wrote was like 300 days ago or something. Really? I think so, dude. Yeah, because I'm not really active on Twitter. You're not active on anything. Yeah. Uh, that's not, um, cacao. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, email us if you want, if you want to send an email. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to like respond as quickly as I can or else because I'll forget if I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, so email us. I got a nice email the other day. And yeah, that'll be it for episode 95. We'll see you guys next week for the after show, which we have no idea what it's going to be about. Bye. Purr. Purr. Purr.